0: Section fifty-one of Mark Twain in the New York Times, Part five, nineteen oh seven through nineteen oh nine. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain, read by John Greenman. December tenth, nineteen oh seven. Mark Twain jeers at simple spelling, has fun with Mr. Carnegie's system at the dedication of the Engineers Club, puts hard words to him. One of them is paradoctyl. The Iron Master elected to Honorary Place in Club for his gift, after three or four hundred members of the Engineers Club had given over their voices and ears last night to sound and hear the praise of Andrew Carnegie, who gave them their million-dollar clubhouse in Fortieth Street. Mark Twain took it on himself to relieve the Iron Master of the embarrassment of a superfluidity of laudulation. The occasion was officially the christening of the new home of the Engineers' Club. "'I have been a guest of honor myself,' said Mark Twain, "'and I know what Mr. Carnegie is experiencing now. It is embarrassing to get compliments and compliments and only compliments, particularly when he knows as well as the rest of us that on the other side of him there are all sorts of things worthy of our condemnation. Well, just look at Mr. Carnegie's face. It is all scintillating with fictitious innocence. You might think that he had never committed a crime. But no, look at his pestiferous, simplified spelling. You can't any of you imagine what a crime that has been. Torquemada was nothing to Mr. Carnegie. That old fellow shed some blood in the Inquisition, but Mr. Carnegie has brought destruction to the entire race. I know he didn't mean it to be a crime, but it was just the same. He's got us all so he can't spell anything. The trouble with him is that he attacked orthography at the wrong end. He attacked the symptoms and not the cause of the disease. He ought to have gone to work on the alphabet. There's not a vowel in it with a definite value and not a consonant that you can hitch anything to. Look at the h's distributed all around there's gherkin what are you going to do with the h in that it's one thing i admire the english for they just don't mind anything about them at all but look at the pneumatics and the pneumonias and the rest of them a real reform would settle them once and for all, and wind up by giving us an alphabet that we wouldn't have to spell with at all, instead of this present silly alphabet, which I fancy was invented by a drunken thief. Why, there isn't a man who doesn't have to throw out about 1,500 words a day when he writes its letters, because he can't spell them it's like trying to do a saint Vitus dance with wooden legs now i'll bet there isn't a man here who can spell pterodactyl not even the prisoner at the bar i'd like to hear him try once but not in public for it's too near sunday when all extravagant histrionic entertainments are bard. I'd like to hear him try in private, and when he got through trying to spell pterodactyl, you wouldn't know whether it was a fish or a beast or a bird, and whether it flew on its legs or walked with its wings. Let's get Mr. Carnegie to reform the alphabet, and we'll pray for him. If he'll take the risk mr carnegie made two speeches in which he told the engineers how much he thought of them and what a fine thing it was for them to have such a club and what a fine fellow an engineer was anyway this was after t c martin president of the club made his speech presenting him to the members john fritz the eighty-year-old engineer who is the Nestor of the engineering contingent in new york presented to mr carnegie a framed certificate of honorary membership in the american society of mechanical engineers mr carnegie said he had received many honors in his life but this honor was one that touched his heart some of those present were the rev wilton merle smith john Ford, david j hill charles Macdonald, lind belknap robert c clowrie james cruikshank h l doherty james gailey John Hayes Hammond, Frank Headley, Alexander C. Humphreys, Frederick R. Hutton, Charles Kirchhoff, Emerson Macmillan, Rear Admiral George W. Melville, John Reed, Joseph E. Schwab, Melville E. Stone, and H. H. Westinghouse. End of Section 51, December 10, 1907, Mark Twain, Jeers, at Simple Spelling. Read by John Greenman.